Welcome to Keith and the Girl. I'm Keith Malley. I'm Chemda. This is recorded on a Friday. That means tomorrow, Saturday, it's silent trailers. Get your tickets now. KeithandTheGirl.com slash tickets. Find out how to see it for free. Chemda describes a movie trailer horribly. Is that safe to say, Chemda? And our job as contestants is to guess what the movie is. I like that you no longer wait for an answer because we all know the answer. I am great at this. And the, the thing is, is the whole the whole show is just a misunderstanding, but it's a blast. No, I really don't know anybody. I don't know Tom Cruise from I don't what is what's another name? Rob Schneider? Who's that? Any name. What's any name? <laughs> That's the thing. Uh it'll be me competing against Matteo Lane, Ben Lerman, Jesse Joyce, Matt Bray, Dylan Adler, and uh, we're gonna see what happens. But uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. All right. So check it out. KeithandTheGirl.com slash tickets. Uh, I was uh, part of OMAT today, Chemda. And for the procrastination part, I cleaned up my room finally. Nice. my bedroom. And as a reward, I opened up a little lamp that I got. One of those lamps that change colors. You know, you can set the color on your phone. Oh, you are and, smoking weed now. Okay. Well, I'm excited. I For lovemaking, I put it on purple. Uh, when it's time for her to go get the helmet, I'm going to set it to red. The helmet. Mm-hmm. Green means I'm almost done. Do whatever you got to do. When what what colors when you take the poppers? Uh, that's a flashing. It's a flashing. OK, <laughs> that's when you both have seizures together and it's just the best. Uh, today's guest, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is, host of the good, the dad and the ugly podcast. Recently on the Keith and the Girl Roast. That'll be coming to you very soon. The Wild Country Phoenix, the White Nightmare, Pale Face in the Morning. Here he is, Moonlight, Polly Bod, the man getting it done day and night, jeans fitting just right, Casey, James Salango. How's it going, Sour Cream King? I'm feeling good, Daddy. How are you? Love the arms. Still no sleeves in quarantine. Looking good. The gray is almost matching your skin color. I think it's... You're blending together. Well, My shirt, Kenda, thank you. Well, you it would great. be something. It would be something. Kenda please, knows she please, great. please don't talk over Casey when he's saying nice things. Thank you so much. You look beautiful. Your hair is so lustrous, like a beautiful, like a lion, like an undiscovered black lion that they've never found in the wild. It was constructed in a lab and let loose to uh, just roam the countryside and make love to the villagers. And uh, also your background is a bit of a mess, but it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I would give to have heard those wedding vows live? <laughs> because it reminds me of a friend, uh, Brother Love, who thinks he could just, he's a hes a poet, he's a musician. He thinks he could fly by the seat of his pants, though. And, uh, and I was there at his wedding. I was uh, the best man. And when he was trying to do his vows on the spot, thinking he could be as clever as his wife, who took the time to write it down, it was the funniest goddamn thing. He's like, it's in Hawaii. He's looking out. He's like, uh, you're like uh, the, the ocean. Yes, that's it. <laughs> uh, and it goes on and on. It's good. Uh, the life might be bumpy waves, but and nobody stopped him. He just kept going. And it was, it was very it amusing. Was, it was like it was from out of a movie. It was the joke that you're like, OK, well, no one's really going to do that. He really did that. He had to stand there at the altar and admit that he should have written something down. And I swear to God, the fact that she didn't divorce him right there is just I mean, you really know they belong together. They love each other. That's so cute. <laughs> and uh, what else? Let's look around. Family. 
That's the thing. <laughs> we got a family. Sand yeah. is uh, green. Shoes are good. You're like shoes. You got a soul and uh, comfortable. <laughs> well, very recently, Casey, of course, uh, got married to Courtney, who was on uh, this show the other day. Yeah. And I was talking to her. And I was, so I want to hear your point of view about this. You get married, but you didn't understand that immediately right away you'd be living life in dog years. You're yeah. going to be around each other every single second. It's, is this what you pictured? Is it too much? Is it unfair? I want to know what she said first because it's not. I don't think it's fair that she got to go first. Because <laughs> what did she say? Yeah, well, brother love, I'm not going to tell you because yeah. this show has been out for two days now, so it's kind of on you. That's true. I don't. I don't listen to podcasts. I like to read and just listen to the wind. Uh, but I think it's beautiful. We. Uh, I'm glad. I love to spend a lot of time with her. Snugglers. Beautiful. Kiss her little forehead. Give her. I'll give you a hint. I'll what? give you a little hint. She didn't like. Uh, she did not. She, she did not say that. She didn't say that. No. Okay, correct. <laughs> no. Well, she's been. I think in the first couple weeks, it was just pure bliss, and we we're just enjoying spending the time together. And then there's right. been, you know, a few waves here where uh, she just seems to hate my guts for no reason. Uh, that we can really figure out. Uh, something scientific in the woman's brain, you know. Uh, right. Have, could, have... could the science be? Could the science be? And I'm just guessing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've known women in my life, so I'm have really you? just guessing nice. at the science. Yeah. I haven't. I have known. So I have a sister. I have a mother. Oh, quit so bragging. I, I can I'm bragging. I can oh, understand we, the women's brain. Are we? Uh, are we naming females that we know? What's next? Black people. Please. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, she but she understood you were a uh, fly by night kind of guy, right? No, you're maybe. loosey goosey. You marry you for the fun, not for the you know, not the structure, the money, not for the structure, the dick. or the or the money, <laughs> or fucking. So you're, you're there for a good solid joke. Yeah. And when you have you can't go anywhere, and she sees, wow, you really don't know how to wash a dish or I or fucking do any wash laundry. dishes. She can. I do. I do all the laundry. She's just making the stuff up. I do. We have a dishwasher, so I know how to do that. Uh, I do. I've done every bit of laundry since this thing started. She's in the other room right now. I hope she's listening and getting furious. Uh, I've done every bit of laundry. I do think she gets upset because she's still working from home, and I've just been, you know, I roll out of bed 10, 11 sometimes, make a giant cup of coffee, watch wrestling for a couple hours. So I think her having to watch me like lurch around the house and just do whatever I want while she's, uh, still working hard you know i can imagine that would be frustrating i wouldn't understand it i would love to see her thriving in that way but does it does it look like it's frustrating her that she has a job in the fashion industry she can work from home and you being uh solely a comic you can't you have to pretend you're doing something busy so you don't look like an asshole or do you know i just like bang a hammer against something once in a while uh (laughs) i'm trying to pretend to do pilates and stuff but I, I got a job recently working at the go window at a bar just to like, you know, show her that I'm trying to grow and uh, contribute to our family and whatnot. We don't really need now these. Now, this is this is drinks when you say bar, right? Drinks is and just food. Yes. And they eat outside. No, it's just to go. Just to go. OK, because I'm seeing these to go things. People do not understand what social distancing means. They think there's a to go window and they're all piled outside now. They pile up. People come up not wearing masks. It's like my first day. Some lady was yelling at these young girls 
being like, you're not fucking wearing a mask. What she's like, I got family members dying. What the fuck? She's yelling at him. She looks at me. She's like, you should yell at him about the mask. And I was like, I don't know. And this is my first right. day. I don't really feel like yelling at young women on my first day. But uh, people really don't follow the guidelines. I have to wear a mask for eight-hour shifts. My, my ears are red and swollen and sweaty. But you know what? I do it. And it's my goddamn duty as an American. I follow uh, Casey's tweets, and you can too, of course, Casey J. Salengo. And he says, I just lied and told a CVS worker that my wife was pregnant because I was too embarrassed to buy fruit snacks for myself. Yeah, I uh, was. I don't know why. It's because I had to ask where the fruit snacks were, and um, <laughs> I couldn't find them. If I just was buying them, I wouldn't feel the need to have a dialogue about it. Right. But I had to have a conversation about it. And I was like, where's the fruit snacks? And he's like, I was like, I... My wife's pregnant at home. She's gotten cravings, and I have no idea. It just, it just came out. There's no reason to say it. I just thought it would be a fun lie, and it like just sometimes like things pop in my head, and I don't say them. But I feel like as I'm getting older, this wall's breaking down, and it's pretty terrifying because I don't want. But you say like fun lie. It sounds you make it sound like it's something you do to make life exciting. But you were embarrassed for whatever reason. I guess I was embarrassed to get fruit snacks as a grown man. Uh, I don't know why I deserve fruit snacks, but. Yeah, I uh, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was compounding the feelings of laying around the house and not contributing. And uh, so, you know, I don't feel very manly or masculine. So the fact that I'm just getting a huge box of fruit snacks uh, doesn't add to the, my feelings of being a great provider. Um, this is so yeah. interesting that the, the pressure of of being a man and, and where it comes from is fantastic coming out of your face. Um, I also like in terms of like Keith asked you, do you feel like you have to pretend to work? I'm working on the computer. And if Xerxes comes and says like hi to me or, or needs to talk to me, I I always have like a little bit of something running in the background right now. It's Gilmore Girls, but I'm working. But I, I, I go to pause it and then I'm like, oh, no, he I'm not just watching Gilmore Girls. You know, <laughs> now it's on now it's on the screen. And then I felt the need to. Mm to when I adjusted it. So now I put it in a small box in the corner of my screen so I could, you know, kind of half look at it if I want. And then the rest is like email or work or whatever. And then when I did that and he came out again, I'm like, look, I put it in the corner now because it's always running in my background, keyword <laughs> background. And I'm like, what? He's not, th he thinks I'm like a really hard worker. He has no, none of this is going on in his head. He's never... Yeah thought that I he's like you work so hard you work like 12 hours at least and all this shit and I'm just like yeah it's in the corner because like the main screen as you can see is my email which I'm obviously still going uh -huh. I don't, it's so ridiculous yeah it is I think we just you know I always get that thing where I just start coming up with wild ideas especially when we smoke weed which we don't do very much because I lose my mind but then I just start creating this entire scenario in my head where like she hates me and she's thinking about killing me or you know, she wants to run out of the house and all this stuff. And she's just literally just staring at the wall. She has none of these thoughts. So I, uh, drugs aren't, drugs aren't good for me, unfortunately. Mm, you've been, you've been married how long now? I don't know. Uh, what's today? <laughs> it's July. Remember, right. Remember January, February, March, April, May, June, uh, eight months. Woo! Yeah, not yeah, bad. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's, that makes sense then. Uh, Casey on Twitter wrote, here's my wife. She says, I'm getting fat. And I say, no, you're not, honey. You look great. But then I say, I'm getting fat. She says, no one cares if men are fat. Yeah, this is absolutely true. 
she keeps I mean I both we've been laying around a lot we eat a lot of ice cream we're both lactose intolerant so we can't eat ice cream normally but now since we're in the house you know we can just you know eat it and it's shit away we just shit away all the, we sit like back to back on the toilet and just like this is pretty cool is that given up at eight months? She says you guys don't even close the, the bathroom door anymore. I do. That... She doesn't. Uh, I close it. I turn on a fan. I light a candle. She's just fucking freewheeling, shitting wherever, shitting in the You got to close the, You got to close the door for, for her and say, please respect me. I, I do. I tell her, please respect me every day. And uh, I'm hoping one of these days it takes. But um... like Maybe if you didn't have the CVS guy walking up to her going, hey, I heard you're pregnant. <laughs> maybe there wouldn't be a weight issue that's problem true. that's true but you know i did like i say like you, you're not getting fat you look great but literally when i bring it up she's like no one cares if men are fat she's like you're allowed to be fat all this stuff i'm like just say i'm not fat that's all I want you to say. just lie to me that's all i want to hear but it doesn't seem to i'm reading that in new york city a quarter of new yorkers haven't paid rent in four months mm. because of the virus wow that's that's so intense. That's a lot. And, and where's my, I don't know why my landlord isn't thanking me more than he is. Yeah. yeah I, I wonder 25%, if they're nervous. 25% of the city's apartment tenants have not paid rent since March. An estimated 735,000 households in the city, uh, let's see, lost employment because of the pandemic. About 526,000 of them have sought unemployment benefits. The amount of money they receive will likely plunge at the end of the at the end of July this month when the federal government is set to stop paying jobless workers an extra six hundred dollars a week. Mm. Oh, we're we're calling them jobless workers now. Jobless workers. Mm -hmm. That's pretty funny. Jobless workers? Is that a word? <laughs> what do they did we all catch that? What do they call that? Like jumbo shrimp and onomatopoeia? Is that it? What's the term? Yes. Yes. No, no, I don't think it I think so. It's something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I uh, we've been paying rent, and I well, luckily I had like I just got my tax return before this, and I just got the stimulus. So I just applied for unemployment after all this time, so I don't know if I'm going to get a backlog or whatever. But uh, I've been paying rent. We've I don't I mean my my wife makes good money, so even if I don't have it, it'll be all right. But uh, what do you what do you write like when you say unemployment? Do you say being a comic and this is what I used to make? I didn't know. I've been doing. Like comedy, I did comedy. I was a mover, dog walker. Right. Yeah, I played Santa at Christmas parties. I uh, like sell beer out of a truck. Literally, like any job that I could do. So that's why I didn't try that hard at first because like it was so hard to get. And I was like, I don't think a lot of the money I'm making is uh, on the books or even legal. I don't really know. So I didn't push. <laughs> right. But now, but now I There's like no way finally, to know. Yeah, I finally got through, and it says it's going to send me something, but I don't know what or how much. But I love I love all the uh, the the hope that we have to like we more than one person has said like I'm expecting a check but and then or if people got their stimulus check they're like look they said they were gonna send it and they actually sent it we don't think any of this is gonna happen so it's like a shock if it does it was a shock that's the thing like um, I didn't think I got my stimulus for a long time and I don't know I kept checking and then they put it in my wife's account because we filed our taxes together and she just didn't notice and i was like how the what the <laughs> like, that's more money i've ever had in my life i would notice immediately but she didn't she it just didn't register so it just worked out i got these new shoes and I know. She just comes in day and, to day 
a golden tuxedo. Like, well, I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, I, I switched. Uh, I happened to switch uh, bank accounts. And so it took me a second to get checks to pay my rent. And I told my landlord, I said, oh, I don't have a check yet, but uh, I should have it in like two or three days. And he goes, OK, no problem. And I'm like, I know, but it should be a bigger no problem because I know it's no problem at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what the argument because so some people are like, you should suspend rent and landlords don't need the money. And then landlords are like, of course, we need the money. Where do you think we make money? And I don't know which side of the argument I fall on because I feel like rent should be suspended, but I don't know. Well, you can't you can't just suspend yeah. rent. You can't just suspend rent and then not make up for it on the other end. That's but what I'm saying. I think there's I, some landlords who make enough money that they don't need to do it. I'm very confused about the whole thing. I've read very little ever. In my that's life. that you can't just go. You guys make enough money. The yeah. government has to subsidize. It's yes, it's government. not like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, government. You suspend it all around. I'm not just saying suspend it for Casey. Yeah, no, just for Casey. The Casey bill. Uh, I've also a survey. Making... Oh, sorry. A survey found that 39 percent of Big Apple building owners could make only partial property tax payments this month. Well, another six percent can't afford to pay at all. Mm, Keith, are hey. you are you at all thinking like, should I move right now? You to know, what, a bi- to to a bigger place with that where I pay four dollars a month. I don't know. It makes me want to at least look like maybe you get the same situation, but in an incredible neighborhood or I don't know. I don't know what I'm asking for because I like my place, but you suddenly are like, am I in the wrong place? Uh, Should I be doing better? A new state law bars landlords from evicting tenants who face financial hardships while the COVID-19 restrictions are in place. Mm. But landlords can still get monetary judgments for tenants overdue rent, of course which could add to unemployment, unemployed residents, piles of debt, blah, blah, blah. Unemployed yeah. residents? Oh. <laughs> Any term that involves unemployed, she doesn't understand today. Kemda well, loves, Kemda's really stuck on this onomatopoeia going around. I right? know. There's a lot of action. Um, a West Virginia postal carrier pled guilty to mail and election fraud after admitting that he changed the political affiliation of multiple voter ballots from Democrat to Republican. Wow. Oh, oh. Damn, I never even thought about that. Shit. No one dog. well no one no one did. <laughs> how would th- how would that work? This isn't this isn't people applying for what side they want to be on. This is people actually voting. Yeah. You oh. can't you can't just change my what are you doing? Thomas Cooper, 47, admitted to attempted election fraud and, and injury to the mail. Thursday after an affidavit was filed against him in May. In April, the county clerk found absentee ballot requests from eight voters that were tampered with black ink pen, five of which had their party affiliation switched to Republican. Three others that had their affiliation already set to Republican were altered, but did not have their political party changed. So this guy was really fine-tuning even the Republican ballots. All ballots were located in Pendleton County. Let's How did see. they find him? Did he yeah. just confess to this? I, they, they, I guess it, they, these paper ballots came in and they're like, wait a minute. These are all changed in the same weird way. And then they what? Checked everybody's pockets for pens and compared? Yeah, what, black, how do you... black ink seemed to be a big part of that for some reason. I don't know why they pointed that out. I've had well, a mailman that matters. I looked at. I've had a mailman that I looked at sideways. You know, if, if something was happening with my mail, it'd be like the mailman. Yeah, they're, they're, they're seedy people. I don't trust them. They're always up to something. 
Uh, even the, they are the up to something. People, they they, bang, they ding dong one time and then just drop the box in the street. I don't. What the fuck's mm-hmm. going on? Come on, have a little. I'm not put placed. A, put a little yeah, work the, into it, fellas. The uh, mailman at the for the studio, Andrea was telling us that he gave up a long time ago, and he doesn't. You can like open the door to leave the mail right there. And even when we when we first moved in, the mail was anywhere but the boxes. Oh my so God. it was just all over the place. And then during COVID. He was just like, throw it like it's the newspaper in the morning, but it's in front of the building. <laughs> so <laughs> if it's raining, it's going to rain on your mail and you just have to remember to go get it. It's so bizarre. It's insane. These people, they just, there's no care or anything. Some guy, there's a huge box that was dropped off by a FedEx guy on my porch and he left and it wasn't for this house. And the guy downstairs who lives here, he's an older man. He's very cranky and I'm scared of him. Uh, we both got to the door at the same time and found the box. And he, he looks at it, he's like, ah, it's not for us. Fuck them. And he goes back inside and I was like, oh my God. And I was scared. So I like snuck back up to my apartment and then I listened for him to go back inside. And then I snuck back down and I brought it to the right house. I didn't want him to think. <laughs> I didn't want him to think I was like, a, I'm a pal, right? I know. I don't want to think I was a pussy. Is this all day for you? Like, how do I look like a man? How do I look yeah, like yeah. a man? Yeah, all day. It's constant. It's stressful. People don't understand it. Everyone thinks it's so easy. I went back in my house. As I waited, I shoved down three little uh, fruit gummies. They have yeah. juice inside. <laughs> and then I went back out when nobody yeah, was looking. And it's so it's ridiculous, man. Well, you've seen and, and, you know, these a lot of these delivery people, they think that they could just say, oh, this person wasn't home, so they don't have to bother taking the heavy thing out of their car. Meanwhile, we're all home now. Yeah. I mean, when they get back to wherever it is, UPS, FedEx, when they have their trucks still filled with shit, do the drivers laugh with each other? Like, ah, no one was home. Ah, no one was home for me. <laughs> Can you fucking believe it? Yeah, what's everybody complaining about it? No one was home. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Just cause put a little care into it, fellas. Put a little effort. It's insane. Well, it turns out it turns out the kids who used to play Ding Dong Ditch are now our UPS guys. <laughs> it's fucked up. I've worked as like a mail guy in like offices or whatever, and I was in the Condé Nast building with all the fashion magazines. I'm like, I would work really hard to make sure people got their packages and stuff. And all the guys that worked there forever. We'll just be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you like it's not our responsibility or whatever? And like they actually were told the boss I was a bad worker because I focused so hard on getting people there. So I ruined their whole flow of just being fuck ups. <laughs> and so they I got moved to a different site because I was trying too hard. That's like the movie Big. Do you guys remember that part? Yeah. The, the kid got a job as a as a man and then he just was doing his job. And the guy next to him was like, hey, what are you doing? Well, you're going to get us all in trouble. Stop doing your work. Yeah, that's what right. I thought. It was unbelievable. It made me, made me it, sick. And that's like, you had to take a test, I'm sure. You know these tests. Uh, is 22 Avenue the same as 23 Road? And once you pass that test, now you're in charge of everybody's mail. It's not right. It's not right. They got to give you, like, trick questions. Like, it's your first day. Yeah. They give you the test, and the test says, okay, what should be done to a government postal worker that tampers with the mail? And your choices are A, they get a reminder, B, a month's suspension, C, loss of job, uh-huh. or D, death. You never tamper with the mail. It's an important job. Yeah. Then I when said. months go by, you can uh, you can kill the person accordingly. 
Yeah, kill them accordingly, right, honey? Look at this is my no, wife. I'm late. Oh, I have I'm to sorry. go. Is she beautiful? I love her so much. Isn't she so cute? Oh no, what is he saying? We're talking about the male. No, they said that you said I don't wash dishes and I suck and I have a little dick. <laughs> and I don't fuck I don't fuck good. No, I specifically said that you have a stomach problems and you shit too much. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Tell him I have a big dick, honey. He's got a huge dick. Thank you. Right. And it works all the time, right? All the time, no Thank matter how you. much you drink. <laughs> Thank you. I never <laughs> All right. Back, back to the mail. So when you <laughs> but when you take ice cream, is that really telling her, hey, I'm not fucking you tonight. I'm going to be on the toilet tonight. I'll still fuck. I mean, I'll go back and forth. I'll take breaks. It's uh, for the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Quick okay. bathroom breaks. Smoke break. They're uh, newlyweds. They can handle it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's also been like not. It's not very like I've found our um, our sexual production has gone down from. Mm -hmm. And I talked to my therapist about it, and he said everybody is like just being around each other all day and just seeing each other not do anything. You know, it kind of eliminates the romance. You know, we used to bang you know eight nine times a day, and now it's you know. (laughs) I mean, it's. I mean, let's be honest. It's already been eight months i know so yeah. we got to find ways to be sexy and get out of the house i've been doing what pro- do you think like maybe maybe like stage four is another person what what are we thinking here how do we spice i it don't up? know we've talked but we talked about having a threesome with a lady but uh yeah there a lot of feelers out there and no takers yeah mm. uh, only wait, comics by the way. for one rule is no comics and those are mm. those are the only people that want to do it because they're all freaks uh right so no no normal women want to well where where do you put the feelers out for that? How do we you? We literally went on an app called Field. Okay. And we only got one bite. And I want to say did this you, nicely. Did you write something like you you guys have to look you have to look like us also because yeah you have to we need another blonde person with bangs and a mustache preferably. <laughs> uh, no, we got one bite and she wasn't. I don't want to be mean. She wasn't the most attractive, and I was figuring like if I get one shot of this, I want it to be good. So I don't want to like blow it on some loser, you know. Not saying she's that's loser, funny she's attractive, but. Sorry. Well, it's, but, you know, it's funny you, you had to explain the attractive part. We thought it might be you weren't down with her degree. Yeah, no, she didn't. She oh, went, it's the looks, you think? Okay. She right. went to community college. Bye, honey. Love you. See you later. You got a cool butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we're looking What are you for, looking for other than a cool butt in this uh, third person? Just like someone fun, like reasonably attractive, and who wants to do it, I guess. It's really very low, very low bar. <laughs> what does it say on your field app? Like, how do you guys describe yourselves? I forgot. We it's been a long time since we looked at it because it was, it was they want you to pay more for it. Mm. We just said, you know, we're fun, we're cool, we like to party. Uh, you know, we uh, we're bored in eight we months. Yeah, we're yeah, bored. Come and hang out with us. I yeah. know, but no, no bites. <laughs> so if anyone out there listening, you know, hit us up. Preferably speak to my wife because I don't need to be having a. Talks with women online. I don't like to do that. So please, nobody talk to me. Discuss it with her. And that'd be great. A little bit. Right. Do you know anybody that has ever been in a three way? Like, do you have a close friend that's done it and has it worked? Oh, out? yeah, Courtney. Uh, so I know about that. Uh, and other, yeah, I've got a lot of friends. Every New York Courtney, City. Is, what? Courtney would do it a lot, three ways? I think just a couple. I don't know. Okay. We don't talk about it. Yeah. 
We don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> I, I, I was a Claire. I don't want to talk to any woman. <laughs> I don't want to talk to any woman. I'm not talking to anyone. Does somebody rate it in my schedule and I'll be there naked? Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Not fully nude, but, you know, I'll pull my dick through the, the zipper part of my pants. Well, yeah, I'm you're a gentleman. gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Thank you. Do you get nervous? Are you nervous? Like, hey, what? you know, she had a three-way before. She's going to be comfortable. You haven't. You're going to be nervous. Anything there? Yeah, I think it'll be nervous. I have a lot of sexual anxiety already. Uh, just extreme, extreme sexual anxiety. And uh, so I think it will be nerve-wracking. But it's another lady. And I think once they, you know, get into it, get involved, uh, it'll be it'll be cool. I don't know. Having sex with people is strange. That's why I didn't like being single. It's just like you just with some stranger and I have to show you my genitals. No, thank you. That's not, it's not for me. Do you have any power moves? What's your go-to? Uh, I like to. I can. I can lick my own balls. No, I don't. I don't have any power. <laughs> I don't have any power moves. I just, you know, get it in there. To a lot of smooching, yeah, rubbing, uh, gentle. You know, braid their hair. Uh, a lot of oils. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I light some newspaper what, on fire. What kind of oils do you like? Uh, rosemary i don't know i don't know what kind of <laughs> rosemary and thyme yeah olive olive oil <laughs> yeah vegetable okay. whatever good for you yeah you. <laughs> <laughs> all right have all you right. been have you been hanging out with your friends remotely or doing anything like that uh, a little bit we've been doing the pod with will and pat we over zoom we were doing it gathering at first which wasn't great but we were staying distant but now pat got a new girlfriend and she you know cares about him and doesn't want him being around people because he's got diabetes or whatever uh which i think is a myth uh but by the way for those who won't be able to see this all of those were in quotes (laughs) and i'm gonna guess probably wrong i'm gonna bet it's not diabetes (laughs) i don't know he says he's got diabetes but so now find it enjoyable and you did the right thing by us so in the end i don't really care but i did find it enjoyable that we helped set your situation up to record this podcast (laughs) meanwhile yeah you've obviously been doing a podcast well i lay in bed i don't use the microphone or the stuff and it's never so i just like to do a bit of problem it's never been a problem i don't know if the audio is good i don't listen to it (laughs) right you read right yeah i'm reading I'm focused. I'm getting a law degree. What are you working on? Uh, what are you reading right now during this? Uh, oh, during I this time? have a book. You want me to grab it here? I'll no, be I believe you. Up. Just in general, without no. reading, he's without <laughs> reading the back cover. He's getting it anyway. Without reading the back cover, I want you to tell me what you're reading. Wait, he took the funniest thing is as he's like, you want me to get it, and he took that, off his headphones uh, so he couldn't hear us. <laughs> it's actually, it's a nice little. It's called Thank You. Uh, okay. It's a card. No, it's just a joke. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a joke. I'm reading this thing called The Squared Circle, Life, Death, and Professional Wrestling, because that's my only oh, interest. Okay. So okay. It's about the history. I'm writing a pilot about wrestling writers, so that's part of my research. And oh, I, I thought you were just reading it, and I was like, how did you make reading dumb? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. It's incredible. You can make a lot of things dumb. Isn't that funny? It's still called reading. I know. <laughs> isn't it wild? Like Hemda reads too. It's like you both read. Isn't that funny? I know. Isn't it fun? Yeah, it's wild. Oh wow, reading what a world. Stuff, <laughs> how, how many pictures in the wrestling book? There's not enough. I'll tell you. Let me see. <laughs> oh wait, uh, here's a picture. Geopolitics and wrestling. It's Iron Sheik. 
There's Brian Crush Adams. It's mostly about wrestlers who have like overdosed on pills or hung themselves from a ceiling fan or something. Okay, so all right. There's Triple right. H. Eddie Guerrero died of a massive heart attack. Uh, are they still doing wrestling without an audience, or do they have audiences? They, they have. They brought in like white audiences, so they're bringing in the tra- the wrestlers they're training and letting them be in the audience. And then they had one taping where they let in friends and family, and then everybody got COVID. So they stopped. Oh, yeah, that was pretty rough. And then they're still Uh, doing taping. So it's very diabolical. And it's been quite a quite a it it has been it has been very funny because people make up rules. And I think we've all done it. It's like, oh, this is okay because of this. And a lot of this is okay is friends and family. Like, if you love someone a lot, you can go see them. So, yeah, if you like share blood. You won't get COVID. It's straight. The the rules are crazy. We went to see my mom and she's got COPD. So I was like, I was really wanting to see my dad. I was worried he was posting a lot of crazy stuff on Facebook. So I wanted to go see him. He seemed fine. My mom was on the way back. I was like, we'll, we'll have a meal with you outside. That's it. And she's like, just spend the night. So we're like, we got a tent. We're like, we'll have a meal. We'll set up a tent. That's it. And then we got there. She's like, I'm throwing a barbecue. I got all this. And she invited her whole <laughs> fucking family. They're all dumbasses, so they all want to like hug, and they're all saying dumb shit. And I was just like, I got really mad at her. I was like, Mom, this is not what I had. I said one meal outside, and you know these old people don't care about their health. But knowing you want to look like a man, are you dodging and weaving family, or do you give them the handshake and hug? No, I'm dodging and weaving. I don't want to. I didn't really want to hug them in the first place, so now I've got an excuse. Uh, So you know, my uncle Randy, I don't need to hug you. Thanks, bud. How's your uh, how's your dad doing? What happened? He's doing well. Well, my stepmother, who's they've been together since I was four, passed away a few months ago. So we were a little worried about him. He's also bipolar, so he was posting things on Facebook like uh, just like uh, to my brother Paul, like I hope you burn in hell, and I'm gonna send you there, stuff like that. And just like vague threats to his family members. People are saying they're worried about him. So I'm like, all right. So I figured we'd go check on him. Uh, the house was a mess. Like cat air clearly had not been cleaned since uh, my stepmom passed away. Oh, wow. He's growing some plants inside. And I won't tell like you. Like on purpose or? No, on purpose. They're okay. a special kind of plant. Um, oh, okay. Which are legal in some areas. Legal in other areas. <laughs> so the whole dining room is covered in dirt and everything for that um but the the but courtney spent the, courtney spent the entire time from when we got there to when we left cleaning oh. and he barely said it. he lifted his feet up for the vacuum and that's about oh. it. i know oh. but, uh, i told her she could stop but she was insistent what a sweetheart oh my god yeah, she's, an, she's an angel would it, would it be a sweet thing if you dressed up as his brother paul and let him beat you up a little bit. I think it would be very sweet. I think he'd look for a reason to, any reason to beat me up. He's still, he's like in his mid sixties, and he's still the toughest guy I know. I try to like play wrestle with him, and he just, he's got these big Pollock fucking meat hooks, and he'd have to be on his deathbed for me to be able to beat him up. He's terrifying. Uh, mm. He's been in jail a bunch, um, so I don't know. I think he could definitely beat my ass. He said, I need to toughen. I told him I got a job as a bartender. He's like, you need to toughen up a little bit. I'm like, it's a to-go window at a Mexican restaurant. It's not like fucking Roadhouse, you psycho. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. It's not Harley's outside. 
Yeah, so I don't it's know. Margaritas. Right? He wants he wants me to be tougher, but you know what? I'm like, Dad, I moved to New York City to pursue comedy, and I've been mildly successful at it. So I think that's pretty cool. And he does just, he ever try to tell you like, hey, come back home? Where's home, by the way? He lives in Vermont. He's told me I can come sleep in his attic, and I'm like, thank you very much, but I'd rather not. Uh, but he would rather I was like a plumber or an electrician or literally any anything other than a comedian, probably. Does he does he watch your stand up? Yeah, he doesn't like it. <laughs> he doesn't like any. The only stand up I've seen him enjoy is Martin Lawrence. That's it. Which that's good. That's pretty good. He likes that. But he just that whole family. They're old Polacks. They're quiet and like weird. Literally, there's a stand up comic on TV one time. My aunt's like, "Oh, I hate these guys." And I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Comics? She's like, oh, I hate them. She's like, wait, is that what you do? And I was like, yeah. She, she's like, oh, I hate them. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. So I didn't know you could hate comics. Just, just the idea like, of yeah. comics. So, yeah. I'm reading, uh, here's a tweet by Donald Trump. In Germany, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, and many other countries, schools are open with no problems. The Dems think it would be bad for them politically if U.S. schools opened before the November elections, as if it looked bad for Democrats if we go out there, continue the world going, and people stop dying. That would make us look uh, bad. Uh, by the way, new cases yesterday in Germany, 298, in Denmark, 10, Norway, 11, Sweden, 57, United States, 55,442. So there's a little difference when it comes to what countries are opening schools and what countries aren't. That That's the... Uh, that's the thing. I don't. This dumb fuck. I hate him so much. I know everybody, but like, I don't. This virus, like, it's how does it, it's become politicized just because he's such a dumb fucking asshole that we even have a virus. There's two fucking political sides of it that are extreme, and it's just so. It's just it's so frustrating. I had to stop like reading shit on Twitter for a while because I could not yeah. handle it. It's too much. Yeah, I feel like he thinks he thinks that um he's running like, hey, if you. If you elect me, this COVID thing will stop. Like that's, I feel like people really are going to vote for him to just give them their freedom. Masks only is a political movement now. By the way, it wasn't when it was whites only. It was just the way things were. Bipartisan. <laughs> it's insane. I don't know. We go places. We're wearing a mask in Virginia. And like people are looking at us like we're assholes for wearing masks. And I don't get it. It's just like being considered like why I don't. I don't get it. It makes no sense. Very frustrating. And now we're fighting everybody with those words, Black Lives Matter. You have Trump Tower, like, oh, we'll get you Trump Tower. We're going to draw Black Lives Matter on the street. Yeah, like he's, he's going to give a shit. I don't know. It's all just so, oh, God, he sucks. He sucks so bad. Uh, Mayor de Blasio joined protesters in painting a vibrant yellow Black Lives Matter mural on the street outside Trump Tower. I believe that's like 56, 57th. Um, let's see here. The uh, Trump supporter, this one Trump supporter, Juliet Gilmanotz, called the paint job unfortunate, adding she believes that all lives matter equally. Mm. It, it's she's like, yeah, I want them to catch up, but that's a slippery slope. Oh my God, I I've had to explain to some people from home like why they're like, I think all lives matter and it's important, and I'm like, you don't understand. Like, just take one second to like. Think about why people are saying this. He's like, of course your fucking life matters. Aunt Tanya, you live in a... Everyone's fucking white. You've never encountered a black person in probably the last 20 years. 
And I was like, well, we mentioned insane. <laughs> well, we mentioned this the other day. Like, picture you're in bed, Casey, and you go, hey, Courtney, how do you like my dick? It's like, yeah. Sweetheart, oh, I, I love all dicks. Yeah, she does love all dicks, and that is a problem. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we're, we're trying to curtail her from that. Do, they, uh, do per- they think that the big city corrupted you or something when you try to explain the Black Lives Matter stuff? I think so, probably a little bit. I mean, or all, do they just think you're gay? They already think I'm gay. The voice thought I'm gay. Uh, still think the wife is a hoax. Um, the wife and the virus are both a hoax. Um, but they, I, they, they're all like fairly liberal, but they just like are just like a little bit wrong about stuff because they just live in this bubble where they don't ever have to encounter other people. So I feel like they probably think me just getting knowledgeable about anything is corrupted. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jul- so this person, Juliet Gietmanada, whose uh, family is very embarrassed that she's in the paper, she says the Black Lives Matter movement in general is a beautiful thing, but... It has been taking over and held hostage by the far-left agenda who are trying to destroy our country. The paper should then continue, she said, pretending she said real words. (laughs) (laughs) I tolerated Jew York City, but this is too much. Jew York City. That's a good one. I like that. They should... Uh, a uh, statue of Melania Trump in Slovenia has been burnt down to the ground. Oh, as shit. was some time ago, a uh, a statue of uh, her husband. Can you burn down statues? It was a wooden was- statue. It was terribly made, too. I don't understand what the fuck. Who made this? As shit? the U.S. celebrated its Independence Day and President Trump vowed to punish those who destroy U.S. monuments, a life-size sculpture of First Lady Melania Trump was burned near her hometown in Slovenia. Uh, Bradley Downey, the Berlin-based American artist who commissioned the sculpture, told Reuters that police told him what happened the day following the incident. The wooden sculpture was blackened and disfigured. I want to know why they did it, said this idiot sculpturist. (laughs) He told Reuters that he had hoped the sculpture of Mrs. Trump would spark conversation. Oh, it did. About (laughs) political issues in the U.S. And it did, namely regarding immigration. Downey said he filed a police report and is hoping to interview the person or people who burned down the sculpture for a film he is working on. See, I I, I have people in my life like uh, Casey does. I don't have the I don't have the time or the energy though to to talk to him like Casey does. You know, I I'd, I'd be like, yeah, I'm the guy who burned it down. You want to talk? Yes. My first question is why, and I'd be like, oh, I don't know what you were gonna ask, but I thought it'd be like questions. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, I don't. It's so hard. People say talk to your family and stuff. And I did avoid my aunt when she said that thing because it's just like, I don't like talking to these people that much already. And now I've got to like have deep conversations. But it's, uh, it's fucking difficult. I, I found out that my parents were super happy. They live in Israel and uh, a statue not that far away from where they live was erected of Trump. And they so they don't talk to me but they talked to my brother and they were like oh look at this it's wonderful there's a statue of trump here and God. and michael who who like he's not trying to you you know you just try to like stay on a you know regular basis with your parents and he's like don't talk to me about this like it's good and then he just mentioned a couple political things like this is this is what your statue did over here so i don't don't come at me like this is something nice but I what at- a weird thing, like, to just, my parents, to rejoice about Trump, fuck off. It's And it just, 
it just reminds me like, oh yeah, it's good. I'm not talking to them because I'm not making up because they were so nice growing up in a way. Mm -hmm. Like I, mm -hmm. I always had the food I needed. I always have the clothes. Like I got a lot of stuff that I think other people didn't, but I was, I was overly sheltered, but this, I'm like, no, I was right. You do have these views to your core. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was at my parents' house and my mom said a pro-Trump statement and I threw everything out of her fridge like I was a Karen in aisle six. <laughs> just empty. Fuck your eggs! Fuck your bread! Fuck your butter! Fuck oh, you! Oh, fuck oh, your cheese! Oh, fuck your steak! Fuck your Right. Uh, yeah. I'm lucky that my, um, like my dad is like a big Bernie dude because we're from Vermont. So he's like, I think it's mostly because he wants free money and weed legalized, but whatever gets you there. Is okay. Good. But so it's, so that I'm like, what we that, all want? that's what we all like, want. So that's why do I'm you like, think, do you think yeah. somebody's going, wait, your dad wants money and weed. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, like, no. How are we doing that? I don't know, but I'm just happy that they have these police. So I don't have to have these conversations with them. There's uh, you know, they can be a little off about things here and there, but it's like, God, I don't know how to deal with Republican parents. It'd be very difficult. Well, you got the uh, the powers that be know that they can shame people into feeling like they're less of a man the way Casey can't buy snacks that he wants or deliver a package to the right person. They're like, mm -hmm. really? You want me to pay for you? Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're making it sound like the system isn't rigged. Uh, no, I'll work harder. Very good. Now, let me take my plane the copter out of here. Plane a copter. You preach it, brother. Come on, Keith. Let him know, daddy. Uh, sculptures of Mr. Trump have also been damaged. In January, a nearly 26-foot statue of Mr. Trump was burned to the ground in Slovenia. The statue apparently depicted Mr. Trump with a blue suit, white shirt, red tie. He's shown with his right fist thrust into the air. They wouldn't let him have his hands straight. And there's a, a mechanism that opens his mouth to show shark-like teeth. Well, that's mm. cute. No, 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 ah, that's yeah. adorable. I'm not making that up. I want to be clear. That's <laughs> cute. That is cute. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Can I breathe fire? Well, that's a safety <laughs> hazard. Remember, fairly recently, we were talking about the country band Lady Antebellum. Yeah, uh, they did that. It's one o'clock in the morning. I'm drunk and I need you now. That was yeah. uh, Casey's wedding song. <laughs> and uh, they said, OK, so we were told Lady Antebellum. The word antebellum comes from uh, this the period of time before uh Slavery, mainly uh, regarding arch architecture of these rich white people that abuse black people. We're going to change it to uh, Lady A. You're welcome. And then it comes out that uh, a black soul singer says, well, for two decades, since 1987, I've been Lady A. And uh, that's my name. That'll confuse things. And Lady Antebellum says, fuck you. <laughs> and they are now suing <gasps> the not famous Lady A black singer. It's, to have the name. They really what? went the opposite way. They were like, we're going to do something good for, uh, you know, racial harmony or whatever. And now they're just suing a black woman over her name. They really just went the opposite direction. But, but, so well, but what what do they have to stand on with this? Like, well, the, uh, the the woman apparently didn't have it trademarked or something like that. and she But she wanted money from them. And then they thought she was being greedy. So now they have to take her to court to like get the name or whatever but like they just fucking came up with this name come up with a different name you came up with this right. two weeks ago like what i don't it makes no goddamn sense who gives a shit lady antebellum get your yeah. shit together I pound and do you like this idea lady a word 
We hope Anita and her advisors, the woman's name is Anita White. We hope Anita and the advisors she is now listening to will change their minds about their approach, the band said. We could do so much more together than in this dispute. How are you going to work together? You want the name. You're more famous. She wants the name. She thinks it's her name. You're not, you're not going to be on T-shirts together. You're not going to go on tour together. But also, you're not saying anything. We can do this together. Okay, let's list the things that we can do together. It's, yeah. How is that saying anything? It's you not. give me your name, and then we can have it together. <laughs> yeah, we can have, yeah, just and, pick a new name. What the you? Just came up with it. There's got to be other options. God damn it. Back in 2010, when they, they were still known as Lady Antebellum, they filed to secure a trademark for Lady A, the nickname some fans were already using, simply as a shorthand, not stemming from any desire to change the racist name Antebellum. That White never came forward to object the trademark is her fault, the lawsuit insists, and it supports the right to use that name. <sighs> you're trying to do, you're trying to make, the thing is, you're trying to make, I mean, I don't have to explain this to anybody, do I? You're trying to make a moral point. Yeah. And man, you really fucked it up. <laughs> you really You're going out of your way for pats on the back saying you'll do the right thing. And now that this lady has to go to court. They could not have fucked it up more. It's insane. Call yourself Lady Ant. Yeah, Lady Ant. Anything. Right. Anything. People like ants. Lady Bellum. Lady Bell. Bell, Bell Biv DeBoe. Whatever Liberty Bell. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah they why, didn't... why not take Bell Biv DeVoe? Whatever. Yeah, see those guys. That's three black people you could take to court. <laughs> uh, the woman says, uh, this woman, what's her name again? Anita White. I attempted to upload my single on DistroKid. That's an independent distribution service. I couldn't verify my name, Lady A, for several days. It finally went through, and now I'm just waiting until my July release to see if my single will be buried. Damn. She's just nervous. She's going to lose her name altogether. Oh, well. Very sad. You Get give it. an inch, right, Lady Antebellum? You give a fucking inch. <laughs> it's sick, Keith. Right. You're, you're damn right. Thank a Louisiana you. man was busted after going for a swim in a gigantic fish tank at a recreation store. The store was Bass <laughs> Pro Shops. Yeah. You've been there, I assume, right? Yeah. It's a hell of a I place. Thought, I've thought about that many times. It's a hell of... What's wrong with that? They have a giant aquarium. They have an old school bench in front of it. And anytime you just want to take a breather from bu buying your decoy turkeys or your duck you know, calls. elk jerky or your duck calls, you can just sit there and you know uh, look at the fish. And this guy uh, climbed the ladder and went into the tank and started swimming around. I then he it. gets you can find the video online. Then he gets out and he runs out. Yeah. Of the of course. Now, I would have been so nervous I'd be shot in that place. That place has, I mean, it has, they have the same air fresheners as Cracker Barrel. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, it's a nerve wracking place with guns everywhere. That's, that's taking a risk. I think they were asking for it. It's entrapment having a big fucking pool and having a way to get into it. It's entrapment. They should be sued. Take them to court. Xerxes uh, Kevin, has a friend who's a, a scuba diver and it's so expensive and so out of the way to, to do it that he volunteered at a big aquarium to clean their fish tanks so that he can scuba in there kind of oh, all wow. day. And he said it was the coolest thing because, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, kids see you and you're with the fish and you say hi to kids and you're in the tank. And it was just lovely. That's lovely. That's very nice. Right. It's soothing. Like wow. it. That's how bad this world is. That was just like a feel good story. Just yeah. Like, what scuba diving? At the That's what a right. shithole world we live in now. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was nice and kids saw it. <laughs> 
and the water. <laughs> I'm like, I, Kenda, I think you named everything. Kids? Kids. Right. So many well, kids. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's very soothing. I hope he YouTubes it. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I have a... <laughs> I have like a three uh, D. So right, it's so sad. He's I so know. Right. I thought it was. I thought it was nice. I know. You ever see one of those videos on your TV? That's like a fish tank, but then it's like, where's a scuba dude? I mean, yeah, get a scuba dude in there in the TV. Yeah. I want to this. Picture it. Picture it. Picture your kid, right? I'm picturing you it. You think you're looking at the honest to goodness ocean? Oh yeah. In a ten foot by ten foot area. Oh baby! And then surprise, <laughs> there's a dude Fully cleaning nude. the sides of the fucking ocean. <laughs> fully nude cleaning the ocean. <laughs> did you mention that? Did you mention he was fully nude when he did it? Yeah, of course, <laughs> well, it's just—it's just natural. It's, it's a given. Natural. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that is a sweet story. Let's leave on that. Can't okay. that. This has been great, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. It's so nice to see you guys. Thanks for having me. I miss you dearly. You see, this, this that was a nice sentence too. He said it was nice to see us, but we can't see Casey. He's a screen. He just played a video for us. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Lay off the doobies. Casey, you can follow online, Twitter and Instagram, Casey J. Salango, and the Instagram for the podcast is Good Dad and Ugly Pod. And if you want to hear this podcast, like a more chill version of Casey, he's mm -hmm. laying in bed, he's yeah. whacking it, no headphones, yeah. no mic. Mm -hmm. I think he yells at your window. I'm not sure what he's up to, but download the podcast, The Good, The Dad, and The Ugly, and he takes life easy breezy. And isn't that what we need right now, Casey? I, I think it is, too. I also have, you see this cool hat. I've got merch, allhailart.com or uh, Hail the Art on Instagram. You can get, this is where Daddy going to sit. It's, take, it's been a big hit with uh, the gays, I found. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You did talk fast over that. What does the hat say? It says, where daddy going to sit? It's one of, okay. it's one of okay. my world famous bits that bombed. No, I don't need work. it explained. I just didn't yeah. hear it. Okay. <laughs> I mumble. Sorry. I'm not good on the radio. I should probably not have a podcast. Well, you're more a reader. Yeah, I'm more of a reader. It's <laughs> Known reader, Casey James Delango, <laughs> will podcast at you for... <laughs> uh, Casey, good seeing you. Tell your lady hi. Okay, you uh, too. I'd say don't do a three-way until year number two. That's always been my rule, but it's up to you. What can I tell you? Fair enough. Well, I'll take, Definitely. I'll take any marriage advice from you, Keith. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't forget uh, tomorrow night, if you're listening to this on Friday, uh, July 11th, we're going to be live doing silent trailers. Everyone plays along while it's live. We have your old school favorite, Jesse Joyce, Ben Lerman, Mateo Lane, Dylan Adler, Matt Bray. Join us. Get your tickets for free. We don't even want you to pay for it. All the information on how to do that is keithandthegirl.com slash tickets. Keithandthegirl.com.